It's the Horror Comedy Podcast with Jake and Haley. It's a new year. It's the new season of the Horror Comedy Podcast. Happy fucking new year, you Happy guys. Happy motherfucking new year. Happy new year. Season three. What makes it season three? Uh, we've been doing it for three years. That's exactly right. Does it make sense? No. Nope. Am I going to keep doing it? Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. This is the only podcast where I, a certified big titty goth GF, tell Jake, licensed golden retriever gamer BF, a, yeah. s- a scary story while we smoke some pot. We're smoking it. How the hell are you, Jakey? I'm doing great. I am um, working. Yeah. Okay. Thriving. Work's getting crazy. It's popping off, but, you know, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Carpe diem. I like that. All those other weird ass sayings. Live, laugh, love. It's been a while since we all hung out. I wanted to take like a little breaky poo because I had laryngitis and I sounded like Squeaky from Toy Story. Squeak. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Me, I have no excuse for Me. taking a couple weeks off. Well, it's Christmas. That's the other thing. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God it's not Christmas anymore. Christmas, New Year's. Why? Are you scrinch? Scrinch? Uh, no, I'm not a scrinch. That's Scrooge, Scrooge Grinch. Scrooge Grinch. Wow, that was good. Scrinch. No, I... I'm just always stressed during the holidays. You know what Same. I mean? It doesn't stop from like November all the way to fucking December. Yeah, I agree. And it's like work, weird holidays. Yeah, I'm happy it's from. slow. It's calming down a little bit. I agree with you. What are we smoking today? Today we are smoking some flour by the company Amaze. Um, their official title is Amaze Cannabis. This one is called Triple Burger. So the juice around this, like, the owner is also an artist. And he also, like, paints these little ditties on each jar. Oh, that's cool. And this one is a burger with an onion. And it's trippy, but I, I heard he is also uh, drugged or inebriated when he creates them, too. So, uh, Total terpenes, 3.622. God damn. Caryophylline. Limonene and myrcene. And how does that, like, what does that mean for you when you're smoking it? Well, the terpenes uh, are the taste. Oh, okay, that's okay. neat. Yes, yes. Yeah. But they also can, um, it's kind of like how the weed goes. Like, you know, everyone's all like, oh, sativas make you, and Stephen Inigar aren't even really a thing. They're all fucking hybrids. But anyways, like... One's like a upper, or like one could be a downer, or whatever, you know? That's but neat. the terpenes, like, like if that, if the weed is the car, the terpenes are the driver. Wow. 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 I just made that up on the spot. That was good. So it makes you feel like different effects. Yes. Like are, um, in sativa, you know, like, or like sativa leading weed, you can tell, like, when you get all racy. Yeah. Terpenes. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you how I feel, and you tell me if the terpenes match. I feel really, like, laughy. Like, I feel like everything's really funny. I have the worst cotton mouth, and I feel really, like... Relief? Stress relief? Yeah, I don't feel stressed. Mood elevation? Yes. Relaxation? I do feel very relaxed. Tell tell me about these flavors. Would you say it's savory? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't notice. (laughs) butter? All I could taste was the wrap. All I can taste is 
saliva and cotton mouth. <laughs> I'm having a coffee. I can taste that. The mother is GMO. The father is double burger. Damn. So all I know about burgers is two patties too many. Oh, so, that's a rule in our house. Yeah. We'll have that for inscribed. Gut, for gut health. Yep. Hopefully this strain doesn't make you feel paranoid. <laughs> uh, it didn't. Now it does. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say the P word? Have you been to Michigan? Um, no. Actually, Never? I don't. No, actually, I don't think I have. That's I think crazy. the furthest up and that way is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'm from Minnesota, you would think I would have been to Michigan, but no. That's no, crazy. Not really a desire to go. Fair enough. Well, you're gonna feel reinforced after this. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> called it. <laughs> so there's a place called Holland, Michigan. It's a Dutch heritage hotspot. Okay. Okay. A lot of Dutch people there? I would guess so. It's Is that Hol- where they make Hollander sauce? Holland, no. Hollandaise sauce? They would have put that on their website. And I looked yeah, at their website. You looked at their website? It didn't, didn't say, say that. that. Okay. Then so yeah. definitely not. But yeah, that was a false claim, as it, some people say. Yeah, so we will be taking you to court, Holland, Michigan. <laughs> um, look out. Which came first, the town or Hollandaise sauce? Or the knock on the door from being served, because we're taking you to court, bitch. Um, bitch. <laughs> okay, so the website did say that they have a tulip time festival. Oh. Okay, that's pretty Dutch. Yeah, no, they do like tulips. You've seen, like, fields of them and, like... With little wooden clogs. I haven't seen any clogs, don't... Is that racist? I'm sorry. sorry. They do wear clogs, but I think a lot of people do. But... (laughs) That's them yodeling wearing the clogs. They're wearing clogs in the... You're preparing to cross the line. (laughs) The windmills. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Dutch also do other things. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But you do really good tulips and uh, windmills. Oh, windmills. Yeah, this had a You said Ferris wheels? Chocolates. What? Chocolates. You you keep saying chocolates. Did you also call them (laughs) Ferris wheels? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Okay, I don't know. We'll have to listen to that. (laughs) Play it back, boys. I don't know why I said that like we have a crew. The sweet it's just is me. really good. It's so good. Yeah, it's like... also like testing at 32%. Holy shit, that yeah, explains. But no one really cares about that. It's all about the terpenes now. That's oh. what I'm learning. I honestly don't give a f- Well, I feel like I took an edible, so the sweet is really good. Mm-hmm. They did have a windfill, a windmill. Uh, a landfill? They had probably a landfill somewhere or a recycling plant perhaps. Instead, depends. Um, they have heated streets. That's a, weird. A flex. It's a fucking flex. That is a flex. Like, is it like a newer town? Well, it also has cobblestone sidewalks. Are those heated? No. Oh, that's that's got to be a weird. So you just slip and die. Yeah, that's got to be a weird <laughs> mixture in the winter. Well, I guess they like would weird. have to also be heated sidewalks because all the snow and ice would literally melt onto the sidewalk if not. Because the roads are heated. Where, uh-huh. like, I'm First off, so. How do we heat roads? Hmm. Huh. Alright, we'll come back to that. <laughs> wow. Why yeah, would that, you? That was that's a confusing. Weed, that's a weed thought right there. I don't know. I didn't really think about it that hard until just now, but uh, those two things, I think they do conflict. Very interesting. And it's home to the one and only Hope College. Hope College. Hope College. Hope College is a small private Christian college. Oh. Uh, uh. Not feeling that? Mm. I... I bet you like people. I bet you there's like 
crazy orgies. They're probably insanity. I mean, I'm sure that's at any college, but I just know, like, Christian Bible camp, always crazy. Crazy. They're throwing their titties in the lake. Literally. Yes. And so, also, (laughs) it was founded in 1866. Oh, 1866. Great year. For for something. Uh, 1866, you know what, that was a good year for, I feel there were, they were probably boiling women and, uh. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe there were Puritans in that time. Oh, God. It might be fun. And then hope came. And then they could go to college. And then they could go to college. College. I feel like this episode you're going to be really able to tell I'm, like, stoned. (laughs) I feel great. I feel great. Um, 1978, Jakey. We jump forward. 1866 to 1974. Put your hands and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Was it 1974 you said? It's 1978 now. 1978 now. Get out of the time machine. Sorry. Put on your helmet. Take off your helmet. Put your shoes back on. Put on my blue suede boots. Put on your (laughs) boots. On February 21st, 1978, some fellas were out snowmobiling in Sagatuck, Michigan. Oh, a fucking course. The people in Michigan, they love snowmobiles. They love? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's not much to do for, you know, four months of the year. It's so cold and so shit. So then people are like, well, let's go fucking snowmobiling. R.I.P. Ken Block. Oh, oh, King Block. All right, Ken, let's move on. It's I'm too sad. sorry. Well, they were having a good old time, okay? They were whipping around Lake Michigan. They were hooting. They were hollering. Saying things like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> they went Holy to- shit, a deer. Oh, a deer. Did you see that? That they, deer That was is like, a- they would say all those things. Grab the rifle. They were skiing. They were doing, they were smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Drinking bush lights. Drinking bush lights. Natty lights. And that's when they saw it. A pair of cross-country skis, a ski pole, and a little distance away, a backpack. Whoa, sick. That's free. Free stuff. No. Whoa, man. Free Not these st- free skis. No. They were like, um, what the hell? So well, they first stopped. off, they did a little wah over there. Okay. Yes, for sure. It was really cool, actually. It was so cool. Definitely for sure. We should have mentioned that in the first place. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't yeah. mean to skip over that. Um, it's really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It, so I wanted to emphasize. It's also winter, so it's cold. Too. It was really cold. And, but So it's harder to be a cool guy yeah. in that temperature. But they did it. And so, I but just, they. I just imagine them in like denim. And they're like. Mullets. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, maybe not mullets. Those weren't around to like the 80s. No, they were for sure around. You think they were? Yeah, I think so. 1978? Maybe they have like big, like, five. Let's, all right, let's move on. Okay, past the fine, scooters, fine, okay? fine, fine. How fun are snowmobiles? I love this. I'm having Except so for much when fun. They're killing people. A lot of people die on snowmobiles. A lot. Really? Yeah, just like Ken Block just did. Not surprised at all, actually. Okay. It does seem really dangerous. So, no, these two, they actually just stopped having fun right away. And they um, pulled over and they were like, oh, my God. And then they went home and they called the authorities. Police showed up very fast. They didn't investigate? Well, they did investigate. Okay. They seen a ski, they seen a whatever, and they seen no people, no person to go with it. They Where's were like, the people? Hmm. And this is, they found it like... Almost on the lake, on frozen Lake Michigan. Oh, shit. So they're thinking somebody, like, fell, fell in, in mm-hmm. and so that's why they freaked out. You know, they, they now they're going to send in divers. Oh, my God. Yeah, they do that shit. 
like in Minnesota and stuff like that. Like in like in Minnesota, if your ice house fell through the water, they send in like divers to fucking recover bodies. That's crazy. Yeah, and they're all like, "What a grim job." Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like that's uh, like a genuine honest. Because once the divers are there, there's. You're not looking for an alive person in any no, capacity no, at that point. No, no, You're no. looking for a body. Yep. That's so scary. Well, police showed up really fast because they actually had received a missing report earlier, and they pretty much knew exactly whose skis and whatever they were. They knew exactly who they were looking for. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. The state police showed up. The Coast Guard showed up. And concerned citizens showed up. And they all formed a gigantic search party. There were tracking dogs. There were helicopters. The search was on. It was on. It was hot. The first 48. The first 48. Stephen Kubaki's roommates had showed up to join the search party. They were the oh, ones. Oh, it's Stephen. That's his name? That's the guy who they're looking for. They had called the police and reported him missing a few days before. Okay. Okay. So that's where. That's why he was. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's who called him missing. That's why they sh- the cops showed up so fast. How many days before? A couple days. Okay. Yeah, like two or three days before. They did not find Stephen, even though the search went on well into the night. They're on the edge of Frozen Lake, Michigan. There it goes. Here we are on the edge of Frozen Lake, Michigan tonight. And if you look. And the hunt is on, Jim. (laughs) Oh, that was so good. That was so good. I thought you were being a tour guide. (laughs) That was a newscaster. It was fantastic. Um, You're hired. So the snow, there's heavy snow. Mm -hmm. The lake is frozen. Mm -hmm. There's a clear set of footprints leading up to where the skis were abandoned, where the pole is abandoned, and then a little bit away where the backpack is abandoned, and it leads out onto the frozen lake. Shit. The footsteps continue onto the frozen lake for about 200 feet, and then they stop. Okay. Well, it's a pretty clear indication where he is to follow the footprints. Right. He should be standing there. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And the ice isn't broken there. Okay. Okay. Mystery. It's pretty fucking weird. It's like he was plucked up into the sky. Aliens. The police were stumped. The only solution they could think of was that Stephen had fallen into the ice. But if that was the case, then why wasn't the ice broken? I mean, it could have refroze. You think? Yeah, that happens. It's possible if it's like really, really cold. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because like... It, when you're ice fishing, ice will start forming on your hole, and you gotta scoop it out. Ice starts forming on my hole sometimes when I get on the toilet for too stop. long in the morning. Just stop. <laughs> okay, sorry. I will. Yeah, this is a serious matter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So inappropriate. Um, <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> ice fishing. Okay, so the police did not formally file a death certificate at the time, but they told Stephen's family that. He had most likely died from falling into the frozen lake and drowning. Stephen's friends and family were devastated. The idea that Stephen had been eaten up by the lake and drowned, unable to break through the ice, panicking, cold, and alone, it was just heartbreaking to them. Hope College also grieved with the Kubaki family. Stephen's classmates mourned him. He was posthumously awarded a degree in absentia. That's what it's called. What's that? It's like a degree they give to you because you're gone and you can't finish it. It's like a in memoriam sort of thing. Oh, so you pretty much have to be dead to get it? Pretty much, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um, I was about to be like, that's an easy way to get a degree. But it's <laughs> Fall also... the lake! <laughs> so who was Stephen Kubaki? Stephen was a 23-year-old history major who was supposed to graduate that spring. Nerd. 
He was a huge nerd. Nerd. He was. He was known around campus for being a big Dungeons and Dragons guy. Sick. He was. Man, back then they definitely dressed up. <laughs> they sure. took it very seriously. For sure. And he was also known around campus for writing a really spicy opinion piece for the campus newspaper about how the uh, university. Oh, that's a hard one. University library basically sucked ass because people were stealing too many books. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Not a bad problem to have, though. Isn't that good if people steal books? Right? I mean, it's bad, but it's also, like, good because they're educating themselves. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to... Hot take. Just go hang out with whoever's stealing all the books, and then you won't have a problem. You can just... Steal from them? Steal from them. Gotcha. <laughs> so, a bo- books should cost no money, in my opinion. No, why? Why? Well, they don't cost money at the library. You just have to bring exactly. Them back. It's you not just got to get away from with them. No, 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 <laughs> you no. Just got to run away. I say this as a person, lock out the door. <laughs> I say this as a person who had to pay a hundred dollar collections for a library book. I forgot to get turn for fucked. a year. You would not. <sighs> I paid it. I cried and I paid it. It was very uh, sad. One hundred eighty dollars. It's one hundred eleven dollars. At that point, I am keeping the books. I did keep them. Yeah, I still have them, but I did also pay them one hundred eleven. Why didn't you give them back? Because I already paid for him. Or why didn't I bring him back in the first place? I just forgot I had him. And secondly, how would they have known where you were or your address or anything? Well, you got to give them your address to do a library card. (laughs) You didn't fake that shit? No, I think you have to give them, like, your social and shit. Like, it's for real so much information. Yes. Um... It, okay. I'd be like, fuck you, man. This Give me the card. Just give me the fucking books. That's why people were steal stealing. Books. That's why people were stealing. It all comes out. I'm a menace. Where's my menaces? No! Go back home, all these. Keep those filthy books in the library. Not my books. They are free. You just have to put them back when you're done. Essentially. All, technically, everything is free. If you think about it that way. No, <laughs> that's not <Crime>. true. <laughs> you know something else about Stephen? That guy loved the outdoors. He Cle- clearly yes. That's well, where he wasn't found. That's true because you don't just go cross country skiing in the winter. Or did he love the outdoors? Because he wasn't out there. You think he's indoors right now? He's not outdoors. Holy shit! <laughs> You're blowing the lid off this case. <laughs> Call me fucking. <laughs> Jakey Drew. Detective Richard. (laughs) That was fantastic. Gumshoe detective work. P.I. Dick. P.I. Dick. (laughs) Um, No. So he really liked going outside. That was his thing. He uh, had traveled abroad and studied in Europe where he climbed mountains for fun. Wow. So he was a a mountaineer. Yeah. He was. Um, Cool. Yeah. Mountain man. A lot of people do it up there. He was an experienced class. they, They go snowshoeing. That was a class in high school, snowshoeing. What? My class. It, well, it was outdoor recreation, okay? And it was in the winter. You would go skiing. You'd go cross-country skiing. There was a cross-country ski club as well, okay? What is like cross-country skiing, like, versus just skiing? So, like, normal just downhill skiing, you're going downhill. Mm-hmm. Cross-country skiing, you're skiing on flat ground through trails in the woods, and there's a whole like rhythm to it. It's like roller skating on skis. Wow! Essentially. But yeah, that's crazy. It's ass. It's that not sounds fun. So hard. It is so hard. It sounds exhausting. So hard. Holy it's a shit! Sport. It's a fucking. <laughs> it's in the Olympics, the Winter Olympics. Yeah, cross country skiing. We're gonna send you to Antarctica. 
It's terrible. <laughs> like, oh I did God. not have fun in that class, and I, I think I didn't pass. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. Snowshoeing. Yeah, snowshoeing sucked because I'm I like drag my feet because I'm fucking lazy. Me too. Snowshoes, no, you gotta like lift them bitches high knee high. high. The yeah. tennis rackets. That's what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are literally. That giant tennis rackets. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Um, okay, so he loved to do that for some reason. He was an experienced cross-country skier, and he had been in that same area of Lake Michigan multiple times before. His father was about to sign over their fully paid-off family home to him, and he had so many credits in college that he only had to take three courses at school, and it was, like, just a cakewalk for him. Nice. He, yeah, he had a long-distance relationship with a girl in Germany, but honestly... here Not in- nice. No? no? Not long, feeling? No, not long distance. Back in the 1970s, too? Yeah, that... That's like... you a letter. That's a pen pal, bro. You, gotta, you have a pen pal. She Maybe sends, on the phone. I guess I can talk on the phone. It's not that far. Describe your boobs to me. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely doing that. Yeah. Weird. Um, uh, well, you could mail him a nude. Yeah, that's probably what they had. They probably had like one picture or a bunch of pictures. I love that. Yeah. I think that's fun. That sounds really fun, honestly. Um, <laughs> great work, folks. Don't know for sure if they did that, but great work. Here's a Polaroid of my... Today! Um, started the new year. Oh, beautiful. So then what happened was, here in the United States, though, even though he had a GF, he was fighting off the ladies with a stick, okay? He was not unpopular with the ladies. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're a fucking D&D college graduate, man. Mm-hmm. Educated, mm-hmm. loves the outdoors. Probably had a six mustache. Yeah, definitely. And the ladies love a nerd. It's true. Now nah, this guy was probably fucking he's getting picked on, bullied. <laughs> he was fucking yeah. No way. A, <laughs> yeah. No way. And he was set to take a prestigious job with the Holland Sentinel newspaper. Unfortunately, definitely not getting any bone dry. His DMs were. German only. You're German only. You. I was about to call you a Nazi, but that's wow. completely unfounded and uncalled for, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> I am super offended. I'm so sorry. Uncalled for. Next. Next. Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So extreme. Unfortunately, with Stephen being feared dead, his family had no choice but to grieve him and begin to move on. A month passed. And then two, and then three, and before any of them knew it, it had been 14 months since Stephen was pronounced dead. So a year and two months. Yes. Quick math. Quick math. The police continued their search. They went as far as requesting dental records to see if Stephen could have been one of John Wayne Gacy's victims. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's rolling around at this time, I'm assuming. You think? Yes. Sorry. Yes, obviously. I, I thought you meant Stephen was rolling no. around. I was like, where do you think he was rolling around? No, he's around? one of John, like Steve. Steven, I see what you're saying. John Wayne, Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy is yes. killing people. Is killing people at this time. At this time. Yes, I understand what you're saying now. The weed. The weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm the goblin. Okay, it was Saturday, May fifth, nineteen seventy nine, when the Kubaki residence phone rang. All right, Jake, we have a great aunt coming up who did not have a name in the article so go ahead and pick a great aunt name tabitha tabitha i love it so much so they get a call from great aunt tabitha and she sounds fucking hysterical she's like steven is here steven just showed up here now you might be thinking oh how did he get there with no skis how the fuck did he get there without a skis well it's 14 Um, months so now it's probably 
think it's skis. Uh, would be April. April? Uh, and it you might, might be thinking... It actually still might be snow up there. True. Yeah. Well, well, you might be thinking, where does Great Aunt Tabitha live? Is she, like, around the corner, you know, down the block? Or is she, like, maybe closer to where Stephen was cross-country skiing in? Uh-huh. Well, actually, Great Aunt Tabitha lived near Pittsfield, Massachusetts, which is 700, Holy shit. 700 miles east from where Stephen had gone missing. So he, he just walked. Forrest gumped it. Forrest gumped <laughs> it all the way out there. God damn. Stephen had no recollection of the last 14 and a half months. When he came to, he was confused, and he wasn't even sure what date it was until he found a newspaper and saw. Aliens. Aliens? Uh, clear aliens, yeah. Um, That was also when he realized where he was. And he knew that he had a great aunt that was 20 minutes away from there. So that's where he went. Stephen was wearing clothes that he did not recognize. He had a backpack that was filled with hitchhiking signs, as well as maps of Sacramento, Reno, New... Nope, San Francisco. Oh, so he was. He just fucked off. Was hitchhiking. Chicago and Utah. He was wearing a new pair of glasses, as well as a new pair of running shoes. (laughs) Classic Forrest Gump, man. It literally reminds me so much of Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. There was $40 in cash in his pocket. <clears throat> he was also wearing a t-shirt from a marathon in Wisconsin. The week he reappeared, he did an interview with a newspaper where he said, quote, I feel like I've done a lot of running, end quote. Huh. What do you think? I th- think it's classic case of the gumps. He just gumped he how got gumption. How did he gump himself out of the fucking middle of the lake? How did he gump himself like That's that? weird, man. I don't know. So what happened to Steven? So what happened to Steve? <laughs> like, what the fuck? How does... I... I'm goddamn confuzzled. Is it aliens? Is it a... Did he gump? Did he gump? <laughs> sometimes... Sometimes you just gotta run. Um, I've been gumped before. I've uh, done a gump. I've been gumped. I've never been gumped. I never, I ain't never had the fucking thing to be like, I'm going to go for a run. Never, <laughs> never fucking once. <laughs> if I'm going somewhere, it's probably driving. <laughs> I'm going to just drive, actually. That's that's true. Yeah. That's fair. I understand. You know it's going to be fucking aliens with me. <laughs> you just know. There's no question. <laughs> There's no question. I definitely didn't run. They were if trying I, to set yeah, me up. If I showed up in northern Minnesota 14 months from now, they'd be like, where were you? I was like, <laughs> wait. Time out. Do you remember how... We talked about Travis Walton, and he got abducted, and he lost all this weight. Uh-huh. What if what the if he aliens... just walked? No. The aliens abducted Steven. He lost all this weight. The aliens are like, fuck, dude. We cannot get caught after the Travis Wallace thing. We got to think of something. So they put the fucking hitchhiking signs in his backpack. They put the, uh. the marathon shirt on him. They dropped him. They were like, we're going to make him think he gumped. He we're gonna make him think he gumped. He classic gump. And we're gonna go with the gump defense. And, the gump defense. And they're just trying to like gaslight him, you know. Okay, all right, I can see it. It's a it's a conspiracy. The aliens, have, the aliens. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to get caught. This. Um. It's actually evil genius stuff. So. It is. It is honestly. So how did a man walk into the middle of Lake Michigan and then show up seven hundred miles away without leaving a footprint? Submarine. <laughs> Next. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was the end of the episode. Well, <laughs> we figured it out. We the <laughs> like, what did Stephen know? <clears throat> what did Stephen know? What did he see? You might be disappointed here, but the truth is that Stephen didn't know a whole lot. 
God damn, the drugs were good back then. <laughs> he remembered the day he went missing. He remembered going skiing. He remembered going out into the lake into the dark. And he remembered feeling like the he was... dark? It was dark out when he went out of the lake. Dumbass. And he said he felt dark. Or, no, he <laughs> felt, uh... He felt dark. Menace, no. Menacing. He fe- I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the dark night. <laughs> I'd be feeling dark as well sometimes. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> No, he was feeling lost and he was freezing. Um, some reporters asked him. Bear, if it's cold out here. I should have worn a little bit of a sweater. Oh, I forgot my hat in the car. <laughs> oh my car! In the pickup truck. <laughs> some reporters asked him if he would go under hypnosis or go to a psychologist to talk more about why he disappeared or what happened. And Stephen told them that he had likely been overexposed to elements and exhausted, which is why he went missing. And he was not interested in exploring it farther than that. I don't want to know. I think that would also know. be my... Oh, shit. That I would mean, also... That's what Walter White did. I would feel like that. <laughs> Quite a quote. Yeah. <laughs> I would feel that the same way. Excuse. I'd be like, I don't want to know. He was just cooking meth in a... <laughs> camper in the Stop. woods of Michigan for 14 Maybe he was. That's all he remembered. He refused to do any more interviews after that first week. And he has not got a whole lot of attention, actually. There's no movies about this. There's no documentaries about this. There's not even a Wikipedia page about this. Damn! I know. So, now... Now you're gonna tell me it was all a lie. <laughs> it's not. It's not. On not one of those. 4chan. Not one of those. Uh-huh. No. Good one. <laughs> no, there's like pictures of him reuniting with his dad and shit. It was real. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cute. Was um, his dad abducted with aliens? Was his dad an alien? The family seemed normal. There was nothing... Okay. There was nothing really weird. And But it was hard to find anything, really, honestly, because they're... There's just, like, um, old newspaper articles and, like, stuff like that. And people talking about the old newspaper articles, but that's, like, all there is. You heard it here first, folks. You're welcome. Um, <clears throat> nowadays, Stephen is a psychologist, and he's an author. Were you not expecting that? I mean, how? Right? Aren't you Are fucked you up? Are you going to be giving advice to me? Yeah. <clears throat> you went crazy and disappeared for 14 months. And then never told, never told anyone. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, buddy. You seem crazier than like. Are you, is your therapist supposed to be crazier than you or smarter? I honestly feel like I'm going to explode because I want a movie or a book about this so bad. Like about somebody going to a therapist, and the I mean, therapist just, is like mysterious as fuck, dog. Just so mysterious. So mysterious, and he says offhand shit. But you just think that's because he's a therapist. But it's because... He's got a deep, dark secret. Like, really? I'm so propelled. To write. I'm so propelled right now. <laughs> TM, if anybody does write this, please send us some money. I'm freaking <laughs> <take> out. anything. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm freaked out. So he wrote a book called Metamathematical Foundations of Existence. Ooh, that's a crazy book. I was thinking for the plot for the movie, how to tell it. Step one. There, we play flashbacks to the crazy stuff throughout the entire movie mm. of the therapist's shit. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, but what book did he write? He wrote a book called. I like that idea, but he wrote a book called "Meta Mathematical Foundations of Existence: Godel, Quantum God, and Beyond." Yeah, I'm not seeing this guy for <laughs> any type of therapy. <laughs> I can't even pronounce this fucking book. 
You're that out. book sounds fucking crazy it to is, start, my guy. It is. So, basically, this is not for it's people. It's got a shitty practice. This, well, I just can't. I have a smooth brain. People have said that about you want me. me to re- you want me to write a book? Here's a book about quantum math, spelling, geography, <laughs> constellation stars. Jesus. Jesus. My book's going to be Part called... Two. My book's going to be called Me Do Word Good, yeah. <laughs> Volume 1. <laughs> now, you got to add more big four-syllable words. Big four-syllable word, Me Do Good. The Constitution of the Starlight Sky Patterns <laughs> Greek Edition. That sounded good. Um, so, basically, this is not a book for me because I am not... It has math in the title. Um, <laughs> immediately, uh, no. But, basically, he's... I looked at... Reviews. I looked like, at pictures of the words. I thought about them and I googled what they might mean. No, I did read the like synopsis or whatever. But he's basically saying our universe, our existence is flawed and inconsistent and you can't prove anything is real and you can't prove that anything doesn't exist. It's crazy. It's insane. And it's basically a book where he validates what? I'm going to light this book on fire. No. And that's fucking real. That's real, baby. And it's basically a book where he's validating people who believe in God and people who don't believe in God also and saying they're both so he's right middle and they're both it, wrong. Huh? It's crazy. He's like, well, it could exist. Well, it could not exist. And There's aliens. 2.45% chance that they do exist. And maybe they're aliens. Maybe they're maybe lizard people. But maybe they are. It's smart people, Shay. I don't know. What do you think, Jake? What do you think happened to Steven? Well, I, obviously, I always want to be like, he was abducted by aliens. But I think he, I don't know, maybe he just went, maybe he was abducted for by aliens for like three months. Then he decided to go do all these marathons. like a f- Just like went crazy. Or maybe he didn't even know where he was, who he was. Or they wiped his memory. But how did he get into the races? You have to register. Unless he just was there. He just got a t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe that's, maybe he just found that t-shirt. So maybe they wiped his memory. So they took him up. Okay, here's theory. They beamed him up. Okay, or down. Scary. Into the submarine. Mm -hmm. Which way. Okay. And then what happened was they zap, the beam takes off all your clothes. Like vaporize them. Because they're not fleshy material. Okay. So he's up there, he's butt-ass naked. Damn. So, aliens were like, all right, we'll do our probes, check them, fucking jerk them off, do whatever they do, okay? Mm-hmm. Then, they were like, well, we can't just, like, put him down naked somewhere. Yeah, we gotta do something here. So they have, like, these just random-ass clothes. Oh, <laughs> from the last person they... Yeah. They had the, to manually abduct. They didn't use the beam on the last person. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. They're lucky he even got up there. Yeah. They just figured out fleshy substances. Yeah. He almost yeah. cut, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Skinned. So they, they get him up there. I'm like, well, here's all the... Man, this guy was a runner we picked up. You know, let's throw all this stuff on and just let him go. And then he probably walked around. Scared and scared, unable you know, to see. Unable and just like, what happened? Because his mind couldn't yeah. wrap itself around right. what he saw. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. And uh, maybe he didn't even know where he was. Or case. That's it. Detective Jake's been on it all day. P.I. Dick. Well, when I was researching theories of what could have happened to Stephen, I came across a phenomenon that I had not heard of before. Aurora Borealis. 
Well, I have heard of that before. Oh, fuck, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of the main one, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Something else. The Lake Michigan Triangle. Whoa. It's It's like the Bermuda Triangle? Yes. Oh, God. I'm like Michigan? Yes. I'm talking people disappearing, ships wrecking, planes crashing, planes disappearing, ghost ships, UFOs. Okay. Now I'm getting... Now I'm... I mean... I have to ask Jake too because he's from Michigan. Ask him. Ask like, him. Yo, <laughs> you heard of the triangle? Triangle dog. You gotta be like, Jake, okay. don't go out there, Jake. Okay. This is. Really- I mean, there are also a lot of drunk people in Michigan, though. So half those stories gotta be fabricated. Well, alcohol induced. We'll find out. Okay. This isn't really about Stephen, honestly. This is a lot bigger than Stephen. The Lake Michigan Triangle is a scaling triangle. Okay, that means none of the sides are equal. If that matters to you. There's just a bunch of weird shit happening. And, uh, no, scaling is just like the name for when the triangle's lengths are not all the same. Geometry, basically. Got it. Okay, so this is an... Did you learn that from that fancy book? Scaling triangles? Huh. I learned about many things researching this. Okay. <laughs> many foreign words. I'm very smart now, <laughs> basically. Um, if you want to see a picture of it, you can check out our Instagram. But basically, at each point of the triangle is a different city. The triangle goes from Whoa. Ludington, Manitowoc, Benton Harbor. Okay? Manitowoc. Manitowoc. Manitowoc, Michigan. It's definitely not right. Although the entirety of... Mani- Manitowoc. Manitowoc? Manitowoc. I mean... None of them sound right. It's definitely a Native American word. Yes. And I'm a white bastard, and I'm sorry about that. We, we apologize. Colonizing <laughs> ass fuck. Sorry. Um, although the entirety of Lake Michigan has shady shit going on, the majority of it <laughs> happens right here. The first documented incident I could find in the Michigan Triangle was in 1679. There wow. Was, it goes way back, baby. That's pretty far back. It is. This is documented? Yes. On hide? On some sort of horse hide, bone or something. Yeah. I don't know. Stone tablets yeah, for sure. Um, it was a ship. There, there was a ship from France. It was called the Le Griffin. Not gonna try to be French about it because Le Griffin. There you go. And it was the biggest ship ever made at the time. So in nineteen, no. Nope, Holy six, cannoli! It's a big whopping mama fatty. Wee oui, wee oui. wee oui, wee. Oui. So in 1679, the crew of Le Griffin set out to find new passages to Japan and China, and it was literally it's not the one, my guy. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> and it was literally smooth sailing at first until they got to the Michigan Triangle. After that, it was never seen again. I mean, like, never, ever. No wreckage, no crew. It was just gone. On January 30th, 1881, I'm just going to take you down a timeline. Of which gotcha. Ship that Hit me with it. On January 30th, 1881, a ship called the St. Albans started to sink in the Lake Michigan Triangle. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, luckily, the crew was able to abandon the ship and survive. In February, fishermen... Well, I mean, that's better than the French got. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. In February, fishermen began to report seeing a steamboat sailing without a crew, but with smoke coming out of its stack. Was it the St. Albans? Like... <clears throat> okay, so, I mean, now I am a little more submarine-leaning. Like an alien? Alien underwater base. You know what's crazy is, like, I knew this crazy, wacky mountain man, and he was like, i seen aliens coming in and out of the Susquehanna River. He said he's seen a UFO going up Think about there. it. I mean, that's how they could be traveling. I mean, the yeah. The under- underground aquifers. 
If they can go all the way up in space, why wouldn't they be able to go in whatever water they wanted? Yeah. Thank you. That's so true. I'm freaking out. Freaking out, man. I ain't going into another lake ever. What if it's fish? Fish are the aliens. That's crazy. Have you ever seen a shark from the front? Uh-uh. It's so funny. You should Google it. It's so funny. Does it look like an alien? It looks stupid. You show me later. Okay. Um, it looks just so dumb. It's funny. In the springtime, everyone searched for the St. Alban, and it was never found. So what the fuck did those guys see? What did they see? What are they What are they looking at out there? What I mean, is out it's there? Just, it's Wait. They entered what? So they seen the ship sink. Okay. Oh, yeah. They, they abandoned the ship. And then they went and looked for it. Then they fucking, Nothing. like, seen it out there, they thought. But then they went and looked for it, and it was never found. Wow. Um, that's, and that's a classic ghost ship. Ghost ship! Literally! Ghost ship. 2001 hit flick. Starring Rihanna? <laughs> Literally, I'm thinking of Battleship. <laughs> I, love battle, I love Battleship. I wish I watched that. That's Battleship. Yeah, no, this is Ghost Ship. Okay, yeah. So you I was ever, thinking ever of seen Ghost Ship? No. We should watch it. We should watch You've it. never seen Ghost no. Ship? Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll watch that. Okay. Um, on July 12th, 1883, there was a tugboat called Mary McLean. It was around 6 p.m. and the She's a real tough broad. She's a stout, short little lady. Toot, toot. Toot, toot, motherfucker. It's Mary McLean. It was around 6 p.m. and the crew worked on the boat tirelessly when all of a sudden, bricks of ice started to rain down on them. There was no clouds. It's called hail, dummies. No. There was no clouds in the sky. Oh. Giant bricks of ice, like brick-sized bricks of ice. I know what a brick is. Thank you know you. what a brick is? <laughs> brick, it's yes. Sort of when it's like... <laughs> Red. Uh, okay, but it's ice. So and white. <laughs> they continued... <laughs> Thank you. And they continued to fall for about 30 minutes before it stopped. The ice was so heavy, it dented the deck. Whoa. What hmm. the hell? Well, if they had any type of ropes or anything above them, could have formed... Ice bricks, as you call them. And then they fall off. And then it'd be for 30 minutes? In the whole area, though. Hmm. That's a lot of rope. <laughs> <laughs> Sky rope. Sky Okay. Rope. I never heard of that. I can't explain that one. That's so scary. I'm a simple man. <laughs> I'm not trying to get smashed by an ice break. Ah, whoa. Hey. I'm quitting that job. I'm going to go inside the boat now, eh? Fuck you guys. I'm going home. Then. <laughs> Did you see those fucking bricks, eh? I was shitting them. I was shitting them. I was shitting them. Then, in 1891, an entire boat of people went missing. It was a ship called the Thomas Hume, and there were seven people on the boat total. They were coming from Chicago to Muskegon to pick up a load of lumber, and their ship just disappeared. Not Muskegon. Yes, Muskegon. No wreckage. You know who's from Muskegon? Who? That one chick from 90 Day Fiance. Memphis? Yeah, Memphis. What the hell? She's from Muskegon. Memphis, no! (laughs) Memphis, what's going on? (laughs) No wreckage, nothing floating in the lake. To this day, people do not know what happened to that boat. Or the people on it. November 26, 1919, a bright light shone in the sky above Lake Michigan. It was so bright that people saw it in southwestern Michigan, northeastern Illinois, northern Indiana, and the southeastern corner of Wisconsin. All right, we're getting reports from all over the Midwest today. We've got some crazy lights going on. That would scare me so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could be the northern lights, though. I would go sit in the basement. 
Um, until they were done Northern Lighting or whatever. <laughs> until they were done doing their damn thing. Not doing that. Reflect on. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Um, so witnesses reported seeing two large glowing balls of fire, which eventually dived from the sky into Lake Michigan, causing a small explosion that rumbled the surrounding area. Underwater base. They in said Lake Michigan. There was old newspapers that I found that were like, "Oh, it's a meteor, you guys." Okay. You believe that? Still in the fucking lake. Still up in there. At the base. Pretty fucking weird. Yeah. On October 30th, 1921, there was a ship called the Rosabelle. In total, there were 11 crew members and passengers on the ship. I don't know. That was confusing. There's 11 people. There's crew members and passengers. I don't know why I wrote it like that. And they were all part of a cult, actually, called the House of David. On this day, another... Classic. (laughs) Love that. What could go wrong? Why don't you guys go to the most cursed place? (laughs) With your cult. (laughs) Bring Jesus there. Super. Um, Super. (laughs) On this day, another vessel discovered the Rosabelle floating upside down. It looked like it had been smashed, as if it got in a wreck with another equally sized boat. The cabin was ripped off the deck, and the rigging was floating near the front of the ship. The only problem is, there was no other boat. There was nothing, no other wrecked ship. No other boat that was like, oh, I got in a crash today. Like, what else? What could they have crashed? The pirates of Lake Michigan. The Somali pirates. The Somali pirates of Lake Michigan. <laughs> Wait, is that fucked up? Uh, you don't have to say Somali. Okay, yeah, sorry um, about it, that. It, anybody could be Caribbean. a Caribbean. The pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, still not good. I'm not going to say We're not going to arrange any specific... They're pirates. Group of people. That's their group of people. They're just pirates. Scallywags. Well, it must have been some scallywags, because what the fuck else could crash into or smash... Whatever, in the middle big, of like big boat. Yeah, that's. I'm 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 sticking with the theory of a underground. There's base. something under there. Just ooh. like Jar Jar Binks. Ooh, you're gonna yeah. love this shit. Um. Ooh. Okay. And I thought I misunderstood this part when I read it, but it is actually true. Um. This is the second accident that the Rosabelle got into because in 1875 it capsized in the same area and Dumb everyone ass. disappeared and their bodies were never recovered. But somebody got the boat out and they said, "We should." This is it a up. perfectly good boat. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> looks like a free boat to me. Wow, they're all dead. You don't wow. say. Wow. <laughs> Criminal masterminds. Right. Who the fuck? So, um, yes. Whoever bought the boat, it was that guy. (laughs) A little bit suspicious. In 1937, a freighter ship, it was like a literal freight ship. Like you would go on this in a video game and shoot people on it. You know, it's like, that's the only. All right. Yeah, I know what a freight ship (laughs) is. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. I would not personally go on and shoot these people, but the video game tells me. In the video game, in Grand Theft Auto. That's what I was thinking of. Ah. Um, So it's called the O.M. McFarland, and its captain's name was Captain George R. Donner. The vessel. Captain George. Captain George. That's so yeah. cute. So what a cute big name. ship, lots of containers. Yes. Yep. Captain George. Captain George. The vessel had just barely cleared the icy water of icy waters of the Mackinac, and they had started going towards. I'm so sorry. Fucking Michigan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and they had started going towards Lake Michigan through Port Washington. Captain George Donner was tired from a crazy day of skippering. Okay, skipping oh, around. Man, I was skipping around all over this fucking ship. It's a big ship. Exhausted. He said, I'm going to go to bed, crew. And he kissed them all on their little foreheads. And talk to me. You did such a good job. Do you want me to read you a story? Yes. Um, and then he turned off the lights and he said goodbye. And he tucked himself in and he shut the door and, and he went left. in his cabin. He did leave a light on, though. 
Yeah. In the bathroom in the hallway. Because he doesn't want the boys to He doesn't want to be scared. He doesn't want to be scared. So then he goes into his cabin. The night goes on. The morning rolls around. The crew's all up. And they're still, like, not seeing Captain Georgie. And then they had, like, arrived where they were supposed to go. And they still didn't see Captain Georgie. So they're like, listen, you need to go in there. None of us know how to drive this boat. Um, <laughs> We've crashed. <laughs> help. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, the, you're the captain. Must not be a very good captain if they yeah. can just do it all without you. But anyway, so they get there and they're like, well, somebody's got to go wake him up at this point. So a crew member goes to check on him. They go into the cabin. And Hello, he's, captain. He's gone. Uh, where are you? George is gone. the bed. Never found George. So he fell off or was abducted. The pirates got him. Space pirates. <laughs> underwater. <Some> pirates. <laughs> underwater. Um, what, fuck. What was, what was Jar Jar Binks race people? Uh, so mad at myself for not knowing this. If anybody knows this, please DM us. Okay, then. In 1950, there was Northwestern Airlines Flight 2501. Ooh, gonna get a little flyover action. It was. And it was doing that daily from Ooh. New York to Seattle. Every day. Nothing was wrong until July 23rd, 1950, when the plane was about 3,500 feet over Lake Michigan. The pilot radioed air control asking to descend to 2,500 feet because of turbulence. When air control... It's freaking crazy up here, man. It's, it's friggin', friggin' windy. <laughs> friggin' windy. It's friggin' Frig me off, around. Randy. <laughs> it's friggin' Frig me off, air tower. Honestly, I don't know if I can keep doing this. If Frig it keeps off, wind. Friggin' around. Yeah. <laughs> um... The pilot radioed to air control asking to descend to 2,500. Yes. When air control went to answer, they realized that they had lost radio contact. People living near Lake Michigan at the time reported hearing loud sputtering noises as well as a flash of light around... (laughs) As well as a flash of light around that same time of the last radio transmission. A search was launched. They used the best technology they had available to them, which included some flashlights, flashlights, <laughs> shoes, shoes, and- <laughs> 1950 <laughs> winter jackets. No, listen, they did have sonar, and they oh, okay. s- yes, and they skimmed the lake down to the bottom of the lake, floating on the lake. Uh, this is ri- okay. So this is really this is where the f- ice fishing comes in handy. Because that's you, who they you, sent. You can buy a little sonar now thing for ice fishing. Yeah. That's crazy. I want to go find treasure. Um, (laughs) Floating on the lake was some light debris, such as vomit bags, some airline-branded blankets, and some, like, body parts. But divers never found the plane's wreckage. Because they never found the wreckage, they were never able to determine the cause of the crash. There were 50... Do you think they ever, like, have explored the sea bottom? Um, Yes. Of Lake Michigan? Yeah. They have. Okay, that's coming up. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, there were 55 people. It's just crazy. Litter everywhere. <laughs> just garbage. Just fucking <laughs> garbage, feces, planes, boats. Bodies. Bodies. Ugh. So many bodies. There were 55 people and three crew members on board, and all 58 people were lost forever. R.I.P. R.I.P. In 2007, while scanning the deep, dark waters of Lake Michigan, looking for planes and ships that had gone missing, Archaeologists did not find what they were looking for, but they did find something. For, oh, is this what they're doing now? This is what they're doing in 2007, yeah. Damn. They're looking for the planes. They're looking for the ships. First of all, they found this boulder that had a carving of a mastodon on it. 
And what? It has like. You got a picture of it? I do. So it has this uh, painting, like carving of a mastodon on it. Uh-huh. And they found some monumental sized stones standing up and arranged in what most would describe as a Michigan Stonehenge. No friggin' way. Friggin' yeah. Um, the structure. <laughs> yes. The structure was found in the Grand Traverse Bay in Lake Michigan. While searching at a depth of about 40 feet, they found some boats. That's boat- it? That's it. They found some boats. I can go down 40 feet. I know. I'm surprised nobody like, found that. Yeah, sooner. They found some boats and some cars and even an old pier and also... Wait, there's no way they found this at 40 feet. 40 fathoms? I just typed in dominoes instead of Google Docs. <laughs> there's no way, because there's no way a boat can be on a 40 foot. Oh, boats so maybe are it was in something... The, boats are in the water about 40 feet. Big ships. Well, it must have you know been I mean? it's like gotta be something else. Is that a different thing? Yeah. It must have been then. 40 well, yeah, because... Okay, because 40 feet, that's like... A bunch, it's like... That's not that deep. 80 of me. Yeah, or like four swimming pools, four deep yeah. ends. That's not that much. Yeah. Let's see what you're saying. Right? You know what yeah, I mean? I so, yeah, I think it may be at 40 fathoms. All right, so here is the boulder with the mastodon on it. You'll see the diver with the boulder, and then the bottom corner, there's a, the outline. Well, actually, that might be 40 feet. You think? Yep, because you can still see the blue. Oh. At 40 fathoms, you would it'd be black. So, okay. Well, they said it was in a bay, so maybe it was just in a part of the bay where, like, the boats don't go, like, closer to the shore, thinking, you know? Yeah, so that was probably rolled in there by some... Some Native American tribe, I would assume. Yeah, I, I think that's totally... But it's really interesting that they found it. Here's the uh, Michigan Stonehenge. Yeah, this is definitely weird. What is it, though? Bunch of gigantic stones. And there's also an aerial view I can show you. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know what that is. It's that looks freaky. like the stuff they put out in like Florida to re-coral reef. Oh, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Here's an aerial view of it. It's definitely, like, intentionally... Like, it doesn't look like an accident. Oh. It's shaped, you know? Like, yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> mm, this is weird. Um, weird, eh? Weird! Don't like that. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Some t- sort of something that harvests... Do they, I wonder if they've ever done, like, energy readings or... Yeah. Can we get a Geiger counter? Yeah. Just, just just to see if there's some alien shit going on. There's probably like something alien going on and we don't even have like a counter to... To counter. measure it? Yeah. yeah. It's like a portal shit or yeah. something. Something crazy. You guys, you guys think I know portal measure? <laughs> um, at the time they found this, they said that the carving could be up to 10,000 years old. For what it's worth, there have been stone circles discovered in that area. So it's not totally out of the question that maybe at one point this was not a lake. Fucking Dutch people, man. It was the Dutch, and they had just done that for fun. And they then at one just point. They dutched it. They dutched it up. And then at one point. <laughs> There's where Stonehenge? Dutch Dutch County? It's in Holland. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's not true. Um, but, like, it's possible that it wasn't a lake and then it flooded. And, and so. It, it was man-made, you know? It could have been something like that. 40 feet is not an unreal... I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to say for sure, but hmm. I'm just saying they found stuff like that that was made by man in that area, too. Okay, weird. Creepy. 
I mean, or was it man? Could I mean, woman. that's an interesting question. <laughs> Could I should have. Could have been a they them. No. Um, <laughs> so, and if it's not okay, and the thing that kind of freaks me out is that if it's something like that, people built. Are we cursed now because they flooded it and it's like ruined and now like the ghosts are mad or like is it an alien thing like aliens maybe built the aliens it? flooded it because they were scared of the technology yeah and now they can go up in there like you said like they're <laughs> submerged and shit what do you think Jake are you scared I I'm not scared because I'll never go to fucking Lake Michigan yeah not okay? an issue for me so I'm good there like if that's the case I'll stay away from those areas and we're good no problem. Um, ah, it's weird though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I definitely think something nefarious on maybe alien. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely possibly could be. I like to believe, um, like I said, you won't catch me around there cause I can't breathe underwater. I won't but, be there. Uh, I won't be there. Good for those guys. You guys are brave, brave, yeah. courageous people. <laughs> maybe the native Americans were like this rock here. We'll roll it down there, and it'll knock that shit over, and everybody will be fine. Yes. Oh, my God. Bowling. So fun. Oh. So fun. So cool. Or what if it was a game? It was just a regular game. And everybody it got their boulder back. Jumanji-esque. Like, it's a Jumanji situation. They didn't know. finish the game, so now crazy shit's going on. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, I really liked learning about it, though. It, was really, it really did freak me out. I can't understand how 55 people on a plane could not be found yeah i mean that like what, what's crazy to me is that we don't have something that can map out the bottom of a fucking ocean right. bed yeah so there's got to be something out there right like sonar right because we, we don't have, have it completely mapped like like a big ultrasound and, a big yeah, sonogram yeah big sonogram <laughs> <laughs> Does it not work like that? I guess. I mean, it I guess it, it's probably not just like. I guess they probably do have this, but it only shows up as like, oh, that's a little bump in the bump in the road. You Crazy. Know what I mean? They can't. They can't be like, well, that's fucking. <laughs> that's the, that's plane shaped. I that's have such boat a shaped. Stupid question. You know what I mean? That's it's, human dead body shaped. That's definitely a plane down there. No. Yeah, but they wouldn't know that because it's just like. I have a dumb question: Is the Michigan Lake attached to like the ocean? Not it's like, just a lake. I don't think so. Because is it getting out to the ocean somehow? Like some crazy underground current that sucks planes out of the sky? <laughs> that is still paranormal, though. That doesn't still like that doesn't make it any less paranormal if that's happening. Like that's still crazy and insane. This is the part of the podcast where we do something fun to try to unscare ourselves before we say goodbye. I'm not terribly scared, so okay. This is just gonna add to the funness. The fun part. Um, so right now we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill, but with abstract concepts. Okay. This is weird. Okay. So there'll be no fucking marrying or killing? No, you're going to fuck, Mary kill, but I'm going to say three concepts, and you're going to tell me which one you'd fuck, marry, or kill. Okay. All right. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. Live, laugh, love. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Fuck living. Mary loving. This is such a hard fuck living. Kill love, marry laughter. Yeah, that was extremely hard. Okay. And I'm still not even happy with that decision. <laughs> I just feel pressured. So that's on you. Next. <laughs> Next we have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay. 
Um, kill liberty. Okay, I write it down on here. Fuck life, marry the pursuit of happiness. Final answer? Yep. That is spicy. Punk rock. That's spicy. <laughs> it is punk rock. All right, the next one. <laughs> There's one about pizza, it's, and you, if, it's, if it's like pizza, you and dill, don't don't do that to me. I would never. Shit, shave, and shower. <laughs> okay. Fuck, Mary Fuck kill. shaving. Fuck shaving. Kill shitting. Mary shower. Because I love showers. That was easy. That was easy. Mm-hmm. Hot takes mm-hmm. with Jake. Last one. Me, my hell. All right, well. Me, uh, myself, and I. Fuck, me, Mary kill. Me, myself, and I. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> <sighs> fuck me. <laughs> Mary, I kill myself. That was dark, but I think it just sounds cool. I don't want to do any of those things. And, yeah, that was... My brain hurts. Yeah, well, that was great. So uh, that's been another excellent episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Where now I'm I'm left more confused than I've joined. Okay. Um, I recommend playing Fuck Mary Kill with abstract concepts immediately. It honestly, not if you have like a weird, not if you have like a a disorder where you're fucking you're not happy with any of your choices. And now you're confused <laughs> even more. And you're just like, fuck, man, what do I choose? Do I choose? Now the anxiety is uh, brewing. It's okay. I'll make you some fried rice. Yay! Well, as always, don't forget to drink water. Oh, we love you so much. We email love you so much. Us. Bye. Love you so much. Email us your scary stories at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com. I forgot to write down what all my sources were, but if you want to see them, they're in the show notes. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Let me give you a kiss on your forehead. Be safe out there. Don't forget to drink water. Goodbye. Just like Captain Greg, we're going to tuck you in. Good night, boys. Goodbye.